Hello, my name is Chris Pollock. I'm one of the pastors at the H Street Church in Oklahoma City, and I wanna welcome you to This Week in the Way of Jesus. This week, the gospel reading as we move through our sermon series is from Matthew chapter 20, verses one through 16. This parable is referred to as the parable of the landowner and the day workers. Jesus was shaped by the Jewish stories of old and retold his stories through that lens. So as we consider this parable, I invite you into the weekly practice of reading Psalm 121. Hear the word of the Lord from Matthew chapter 20, verses 1 through 16. For the kingdom of heaven is like a landowner who went out early in the morning to hire workers for his vineyard. He agreed to pay them a denarius for the day and sent them into his vineyard. About nine in the morning, he went out and saw others standing in the marketplace doing nothing. He told them, you also go and work in my vineyard and I will pay you whatever is right. So they went. He went out again about noon and about three in the afternoon and did the same thing. About five in the afternoon, he went out and found still others standing around. He asked them, why have you been standing here all day long doing nothing? Because no one has hired us, they answered. He said to them, you also go and work in my vineyard. When evening came, the owner of the vineyard said to his foreman, Call the workers and pay them their wages, beginning with the last ones hired and going on to the first. The workers who were hired about five in the afternoon came and each received a denarius. So when those came who were hired first, they expected to receive more. But each one of them also received a denarius. When they received it, they began to grumble against the landowner, Those who were hired last worked only one hour, they said, and you have made them equal to us who have borne the burden of the work and the heat of the day. But he answered one of them, I'm not being unfair to you, friend. Didn't you agree to work for a denarius? Take your pay and go. I want to give the one who was hired last the same as I gave you. Don't I have the right to do what I want with my own money? Or are you envious because I'm generous? So the last will be first, and the first will be last. This is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. When you pass through the waters, I will be with you. And the depths of the river shall not overwhelm. When you walk through the fire, There are a few places we can stand when we listen to this parable. 
My temptation is to stand in the shoes of the early morning first shift workers. I'm early to rise. My day and my work begins early. Not only that, but growing up, two virtues were instilled within me, hard work and discipline. Even as a young swimmer, I was up for the challenge. I hit the pool for swim practice before 6 a.m. and was back in the water at 3.15 in the afternoon. I was told that hard work paid off. Great sacrifice meant great rewards. So I get offended alongside the first shift workers when they find out that those who only worked an hour received the same rate of pay. That's because I'm a privileged person. Caroline Lewis says, All people of privilege believe that this will make a difference when it comes to the order of things. That's human nature. That's human sin. You'd like to believe that it's not the case, but it is precisely why this parable has to be told again and again. I have a tendency to read the passage from the perspective of those who showed up first and felt that they didn't get what was due them, even though the landowner paid them more than they were worth. This is how I read it, because this is how I see the world. However, there is another way to read this passage. And that is from the perspective of the last to arrive. Frankly, many of us think that we have worked hard and long and our sacrifice qualifies us for a higher rate of pay in the kingdom. But we all must humbly acknowledge that in fact, the truth is, we are all like the 11th hour workers. In other words, in light of the generous landowner, we're all late to the game. And frankly, we've all forgotten that the landowner doesn't need workers. We need work. The truth is the landowner is more than generous to us, giving us what we need when we need it. This is true in both the good times and the bad times. In 2010, I was boarding a flight to Pasadena, California to attend a class when I received one of those panic calls on my cell phone. My friends, Cherie and Charlie Seitz, were on the other end. I couldn't understand what Cherie was saying because she couldn't breathe through her sobs. Finally, I understood it. Will Bumpus is dead. Will was a kid in my youth ministry. He was 15 years old, cleaning his dad's gun when it went off. He was a special kid, and we were all devastated. The world immediately went upside down. I couldn't believe it. I had just been with Will, and now I was trapped on an airplane heading to California, unable to turn back so that I could come and be with his family. I knew that once I arrived there, I would need to find a flight back, but I also knew that I would have to wait because there were going to be no more flights that evening, and I did not sleep well that night. It was a terrible night of tossing and turning, and that's when, finally, at 4 a.m. in the morning, I got up and I headed out the door in a rage. I started walking down the sidewalk there in Pasadena, 
in the middle of the night, it felt like my heart broken as anger about the whole situation took over me. I rushed through the dark, cursing at God, tears flowing. And that is when there in the early recesses of the morning before the sun was even up, I remembered the words of Psalm 121. I looked to the mountains. And where does my help come from? It comes from the Lord, the one who is the maker of the heavens and the earth. I don't know why I thought of that, but honestly, it just made me more mad. An hour had gone by, and I was still walking. And then two hours, and I was still walking. The sun was going to be up soon. I was exhausted, and I realized I needed to get back. So that is when I turned east, just as the sun popped up. I was in Pasadena, California. If I went west, eventually, after enough walking, after a number of miles, I would walk right into the ocean, that place that ancient people called the place of chaos. But I had turned east to head back, and I saw the sun burst over the mountains. I looked to the mountains. Where does my help come from? It comes from the Lord. The one who is the maker of heavens and the parable in Matthew 20 is about God's generosity and grace. I was in my 11th hour. I was so broken, angry, sad, and my situation wasn't fixed, but I was given what I needed in that hour, a reminder that I was not alone, a reminder that there was a place that I could go to for help. There are times in life when we are late to the game, in need of something, idle because we don't know what to do or where to go. We are in our 11th hour of desperation. And the landowner is looking for us, ready to provide just what we need in our time of need. So this week, I want to invite you to read Psalm 121. And as you do, consider, am I in my 11th hour? Does desperation consume me? How might God use these words, Psalm 121, to bring me comfort in this time? Let us not pretend that we are not all late to the game, and let us trust that God will treat us according to his divine sense of compassion, even in our 11th hour. Thank you for joining us as we live this way of Jesus together. May the grace and peace you need today come to you through the one who has the ability to meet you in your 11th hour. Amen.